0: Welcome back to another season of Lifestyle, the Broken Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Eric, and this is part one of our Pride special. What Pride means to me, our three-year anniversary. Can you believe it's been three years? I want to thank all my past guests and you, my listeners, for keeping our little show alive. It seems, though, over the past few years, this year in particular, The world has taken steps, even leaps back, in the progress made to protect everyone's human rights, but mostly the LGBTQ community. So in an effort to uplift my community and my own spirits, I have lined up a couple of amazing guests and I will be dedicating this segment to celebrate queer creators and entrepreneurs. Part one of our three year anniversary special I will be accompanied by a spirited designer and activist. My next guest transcends fashion and gender norms through their thoughtful and thought-provoking social media content, as well as their beautifully crafted garments. Please welcome the multi-talented CEO and designer of Terrence Williams designs, the lovely Terrence Williams. Hi Terrence! Thank you so much for joining me today. Happy Pride!
1: Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Oh, it's
0: my pleasure. How are you
1: doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I imagine the summer months are especially busy for you. Um, A lot of orders coming
1: in. Everybody wants to look fabulous in the weather. yes summer is usually a busy season for me and then i recently had a few videos on tiktok go viral so it's just been a lot of orders very quickly so i'm just taking it one day at a time trying to breathe and get through <laughs>
0: <it>. <laughs> i love it i love it so i don't want to take up too much of your time you're a busy person so i just i, I wanted to know what prompted you to start sewing because From what I read, you're a self-taught designer and you studied in political science and human rights.
1: Yeah, so I, it's the University of Delaware, um, class of, what is that, 2011? And I did political science with a concentration in global studies. And then I have a triple minor in African studies, Asian studies, and women's studies the plan was to go to law school. I wanted to do international law. I wanted to help refugees and asylum seekers seeking asylum in different countries. So I, you know, did everything. I was in Phi Alpha Delta pre-law fraternity. I took the LSAT, got into the Drexel summer program for law school and just decided, you know, I did not want to go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We all have those
0: kind of moments. Like, quick
1: switch (laughs) yeah yeah um it was a huge huge switch uh but i just had found my love of fashion and design Uh i'd always really been interested in fashion and clothing i would pour over the pages of vogue you know every little collection season of like new york fashion week yeah um I could like see someone walking down the street and I could be like, Oh my gosh, that is Mark Jacobs this season or the yeah. Michael Kors bag from this season. Like I knew my stuff. And I wanted to replicate their fashions, but I okay. couldn't obviously afford, you know, I get that Marc Jacobs. And going yeah. to stores I couldn't really find anything. So um I wanted stuff that was in the woman's section, but I didn't exactly feel comfortable at the time, you know, oh, deep into that. Yeah. Now I don't care. But that's- <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I was like, well, I'll just, you know, learn how to sew and, and make my own stuff and yes. my own dupes or whatever I wanted. So that was really... How it started, just wanting to make clothes for myself that I felt comfortable and beautiful in that really reflected me and my personality.
0: So just to jump off of that, explain to us the Terrence Williams design experience. Like who is the brand and who is the client? What are they looking for?
1: So my brand is really focused on uh, sustainability, mainly when it comes to human rights. So how I source my fabric. Uh, The fabric is not made in sweatshop conditions. The people are paid fair wages. They're in working conditions and environments. So I really kind of look for places that manufacture fabric in a safe and ethical way. Oh, or I use a dead stock fabric, so fabric that was once in production that is no longer in production. Oh. And then, um, instead of it being incinerated or going to a landfill, I like to buy it and kind of give it a second life. Yeah, And with that fabric, I my brand really is about layering pieces that you can add to your already existing wardrobe and accessories that you can already add to your existing wardrobe just to give it a pop and a flare and just a a, a bit of excitement. So everything is genderless. Everything is size inclusive. Everything is versatile. You can dress it up, you can dress it down. I mean, I've worn my dusters with a t-shirt and jeans and then other times when I'm feeling a little feisty, I've worn it with, lingerie or nothing depending on who I'm entertaining (laughs) so I feel it's a wide range of like ways that you can wear my pieces and I just wanted it to be really cute fun fashion that was accessible that was just easy I wanted it to really my pieces to really be easy for people
0: i love that so yeah anyone who wants to experience the experience can that's what it's about i love that so why is slow fashion important and, and what impact is the fast fashion world having on our environment
1: yeah i think fashion as we can see is just one of the biggest contributors to climate change i think it's the second most uh like second biggest industry that creates pollution whether it's air pollution a lot of water pollution there is this desert uh that is just filled with like piles and piles and mounds of clothes that have just been discarded uh taking over the desert because there's nowhere to go with it and so for me it was important to create a brand from the very beginning that focused on that issue, that focused on sustainability. There was Uh no way that I was going to be able to create a brand that manufactured a thousand pieces a day, like like H&M. So for me, it really was about slowing it down, creating really high quality, custom made to order pieces that someone was going to love and live in forever and then ever reached a point where they didn't want it anymore they could give it to someone else and then it would still have another new life and still be really high quality really fashionable so for me because i get a lot of inspiration from stella mccartney because her brand is sustainable and i said I'm gonna start a brand, I wanted to have a mission and a purpose. And so really focusing on slow fashion and doing things custom was crucial for me. I mean,
0: the name itself, Terrence Williams Design, it represents the human, I think, that you are perfectly. So it, it makes sense that you would go that route, but I think it is necessary. If you come to New York, we're like choking out here right now, which is so odd for us. Like I get maybe West Coast, they're used to that, but here we're not so much used to all the smoke from the wildfires happening. So that's definitely eye-opening, I think, for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, and it's really unfortunate that it takes something like this for yeah. people to be directly affected for there to be talks of legislation change and people wanting to advocate more and but it's always when you're in those situations. But I, you know, really hope that this changes people's minds about climate change and what we're yeah. doing with the environment, because you know, once we get to a certain point, there's no turning around.
0: We still even have
1: those that are
0: <laughs> still fighting it still being you know close-minded and or blind to it i guess but it's like open open your mouth breathe in (laughs) inhale (laughs) it's
1: not nice but i hope y'all are staying safe and staying inside and doing what you need to do because i saw the pictures and the videos and it's really alarming yeah it was but
0: it's much better today so that's good but i mean i imagine this is just unfortunately like the new normal so we're just gonna have to adapt and do better right follow follow in your footsteps (laughs) and make actual changes um just to like switch it up a little because you do have a strong presence on social media which i think is excellent for a small business but Me personally, I find it exhausting as a human being and someone who's extremely sensitive. I want to know, like, how do you manage to stay grounded during the positive exposure and also uh, that negative that comes along with it?
1: It is a lot, personally, um, someone who kind of has social anxiety and is more used to being on my own, to be on social media, to always be present, especially if I go live. It's real live interaction with people and you kind of create these parasocial relationships with people where they think that they know you and think they can, can ask certain questions and you know, just cross certain <laughs> boundaries and so yeah. and face certain things. So it yeah. it does take a lot to kind of always have to be on. Yeah. For me it is kind of easier because I am who I am and I, I always tell people the same person that I am online is the same person that I am offline. There's yes. no difference. There's no you know, false pretense, there's no acting. So I just can can be myself. And I yeah. think just me being open and vulnerable about whatever it is. Um, whether it's, you know, good days with my small business, struggling with my small business, my depression, my anxiety, whatever it is, being open and honest and vulnerable and real. Uh I think that's why I have such a strong following and good audience because they can relate to that. And I think yeah. When it comes to social media, everyone kind of puts up this front of, like, everything is perfect and I'm every, my feed is going to be curated and I'm only going to show the positive. But then me on social media, I'm, you know, showing all my pretty designs, but then I'm having an emotional breakdown in one of my stories, <laughs> And then the next story, I'm talking about something else. So you get all sides of me and yeah i think being authentic is one of the most important things but also for me taking breaks away from social media and just taking a step back um it's it's important uh there just needs to be that that balance and i can't be tuned in all the time exactly i get that (laughs) i
0: I definitely i i'm i'm the type of person i'll go like a couple of hours and then I'm like okay that's it no more yeah. put the phone down on the charger and let it just sit there and charge all day that's
1: all it needs to do literally yeah I don't even have uh, social media notifications turned yeah. on for my phone I had yeah. to shut them off because I was looking at it every five seconds when I would get a notification so i see everything and get the notifications when i log on exactly they're gonna be there regardless (laughs) whether you know about it and (laughs) or not you're gonna know eventually (laughs) yeah yeah turning off those notifications like helped my mental health tremendously
0: yeah because i think no matter what right now we're in the world where it's just like you're picking up some kind of device that has social media everywhere so no matter what you're like tuning in I think people with the notification, I'm like, that would drive me mad. I don't know. I would not be able to concentrate or focus.
1: Yeah, it does drive you mad because I was one of those people. And I think we just craved that attention. It was like a dopamine, getting a like yeah. comment, getting you know, featured in someone's story. We were just chasing after that. Okay. But- you reach a point where you're like okay like i appreciate <laughs> like and the love and yeah. the support but i don't need to respond to that comment it, like within five yeah. seconds i don't yeah. need the gratification from getting a like on my photo like it'll it'll be there when i decide to log on
0: <laughs> yeah everything needs to be compartmentalized and just like yeah. you need your sanity
1: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
0: <laughs> so tell me I think this is kind of fun. Like what fashion or both fashion and life
1: advice, if they're like combined, would you give the world today? I think you need to be comfortable with doing things that represent you and being yourself. I, uh, tell the story all the time but i grew up really poor my family yeah Uh, we again did not have a lot of money so the clothes that i wore was hand-me-downs and stuff I get that. Uh, and Kmart blue light. Like yes, that. that was it. Kmart was the yes. spot, honey. So I never had designer things. Even getting into high school, I never, back in the day, it was always Hollister, Abercrombie, American yeah. Eagle. Like those were the cool kid brands and we just did not have enough money to afford it. So it was cool. always You know the hand-me-downs and the goodwill stuff but then once i started working and i got my own job and i was actually able to afford stuff from hollister from the sale rack that was yes only (laughs) thing i could afford i got a budget (laughs) (laughs) the i wore that stuff to school and you want to know what happened the same kids that made fun of me for wearing hand-me-downs and goodwill were the same kids that made fun of me for wearing Hollister and Abercrombie—it yeah. yeah. didn't matter what I was wearing; they were still gonna make fun of me. So I said, "You know what? F them. I'm gonna wear what I wanna wear. I'm gonna, yes. do, what I'm gonna do because people are gonna talk and they're gonna say things. So exactly. i email, wake up every day and wear the things that I wanna wear and do the things that I wanna do that make me happy and not care." what other people think because everyone's going to have an opinion yeah why i wear sparkly boots and makeup and shimmery sequiny caftan dresses and i really do not care because at the end of the day i'm happy but also there is someone out there who is going to see me living my life as exactly black, black gay man and they're gonna say if he can do it and he can be happy then i can do it and i can be happy
0: and deserve it Yes. It's so sad that the world, it's like, why do we put ourselves into this position that we have to live out such misery? It's like, come on, just embrace being yourself. Embrace whatever that is. Yeah. That's something that they need to start teaching. And it's sad that we still have so many people that refuse to have that mindset. But...
1: Yeah, I just think society puts us in a box and says that we have to be a certain way to succeed and be accepted. But I think if everyone just did a little bit of stuff that was out of the norm, quote unquote, and it doesn't even have to be anything big. I mean, I always tell people if you paint your nails. Why don't you just paint them like a fun, like hot pink or bubblegum? Yeah. Pink. Why don't yeah. you paint like a funky eyeshadow or yeah. you know, a a lip color that is out of your comfort zone? Or maybe, you know, try a heel that's like two inches higher than yes, exactly. It can <laughs> just be those little things that kind of push you outside of your comfort zone to try something new. Yeah. Uh, instead of just doing what you always do. So that would be my advice. Just live. Live the life and dress and be how you want to be and don't care what don't care about what people say. I love it. That's great advice.
0: That's why I knew that question was perfect for you. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our three year anniversary special. Like most podcasts, we started during the pandemic and right in the middle of Pride Month. So in honor. I want to know what does pride mean to you? It's, I feel like they're sort of the same, those two questions too, but I'm sorry. Go ahead, honey.
1: No, it's um it's really emotional because it wasn't until I moved to Dallas where I actually got to go to Pride Parades and experience. Okay. So this is like because I came from just a really small town in Pennsylvania and we really didn't do stuff like that. Yeah. Um so I've been like out forever, but I haven't been able to like celebrate it. So yeah. be in Dallas and going to Pride, it's really emotional for me because you just get to see everyone there in this really safe space, just being able to be themselves and express themselves how they want to, dress how they want to, be with their friends. It's always so sweet to see the parents who are the allies with their children there, supporting them And you see everyone from all walks of life. You see older people, you see younger people, you see, you know, people who are in the middle. It just is, it's beautiful that people feel comfortable enough to be able to be out and express themselves express themselves and be proud because it's not easy. You know, being the LGBTQ plus community is not easy, but it's in those moments where it's so, beautiful and so inspiring and it just warms my heart. I just, I love it.
0: (laughs) I say, I'm like, yeah, it makes, I feel like those moments make every bit of the hardness and the hardship worth it because no one else gets to experience that. It is such like a, a mind orgasm, like a full body or like everything just feels beautiful and good it's it's hard to explain but it's spiritual how good it feels to be in that community and see just people living authentically
1: yeah it's like this euphoric full body experience just getting people to getting to see people live their life authentically because i think some of those people will then have to go back to their regular life and they can't do that. Yes. Just having that weekend or that day or whatever, just to say, hey, I'm here and this is me. And um, even if they're new to the experience and the journey, it's just, yeah, it's beautiful. So I'm so proud of everyone for just being so brave and so outspoken and so visible. Uh, because again, it's it's not easy, but it, it's worth it when you can inspire someone else. Yes, and
0: you are doing that right now. Oh, I can't stop smiling. <laughs> I and I don't mean to like bring this a little bit to the dark side, but um I feel like this has to be talked about, especially with a successful entrepreneur like yourself. We're black-owned small business. I feel like you are the perfect person to address this kind of but um being an advocate for diversity and inclusivity, and like we said, an entrepreneur yourself, what do you feel about what many are call performative allyship? Like situations like we've had with Anheuser-Busch and Target, companies pick and choose when and if they wanna be supportive around queer issues and other human rights issues.
1: Like, what do you wanna see? I think it's so disappointing, uh, not surprising. Yeah. Having worked for Target uh, a, a little bit ago, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this should rally people more to support queer-owned businesses. So instead of going to the Walmarts and the Targets and, you know, buying cheap plastic fans or flags that you're just going to throw in the trash. Yes. Support your local or international or statewide queer owned businesses. Putting the money back into those corporations who do not really care about us all that much, it doesn't really make much sense to me. It would have more of an impact to support those small businesses. So I hope people really rally around us and find better and more ways to support us. Obviously direct your anger at those companies, direct your disappointment, but then direct your dollars back to us. (laughs) Yes,
0: exactly. Because also being part of that performative allyship is like when you are, okay, now I'm gonna, Ooh, I hate you, Target. But then you go to Target and you buy a flag, a rainbow flag or, you know, a rainbow T-shirt or you go to Amazon instead. And I can't, you know, I do use Amazon for a lot of things. I sell my own children's books on there because as an independent author, it's hard to get those things done. But I'm saying those are things that you have to research too. Maybe if you know of a queer business owner that is selling their stuff on amazon do that or something like that be
1: specific right and i think unfortunately we all live in this capitalist society and we're all just trying to survive in this capitalist society so you just have to do what is best for you um but part of that is really actually support like support if you want to support us like actually support us, not through a Target or a Walmart or a beer company. Like it's nice that they donate money and they donate profits to other, to organizations that are directly related to us, but you could directly donate to those organizations. and Exactly.
0: Is, it doesn't know. have to be the twenty percent. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so just like take out the the middleman. Yeah. Just- <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs>
0: That's all it is. Like just go to the source. That's all we're saying. Right. Um, so speaking of going to the source, how can our listeners show you some love? Where can they go to support Terrence Williams Designs and find you on social media?
1: Yeah, so I'm all over social media. Uh, My handle is usually Terrence Williams Designs or uh, I have two Instagram accounts. So Terrence Williams Designs is the business and then Terrence Williams underscore is my personal. And obviously I have my website TerrenceWilliamsDesigns.com. I'm on TikTok at Terrence Williams Designs, uh, Twitter and Pinterest and YouTube. And I always tell people, even if you cannot purchase one of my items or maybe one of my items isn't your style or what you're looking for, even just following and liking and sharing yes. my content means so much and it helps out so much. So even if you are not a person that likes to wear a caftan dress or a duster, maybe you share my post to your story. Even if you only have 20 followers, that's still 20 people who have seen it. Maybe one of those people will like it. And if one of those people don't like it, maybe they have a friend of a friend of a friend. So you never know how far your impact can go. You never know how many people you can influence. So I always stress, even if you cannot purchase something, just please share my content and like it. it. Because it means so much. It really does. It helps out more than you know
0: people are are very misinformed when it comes to being an influencer we all have influence on someone so it's not like you know these big people that you see with a million followers you can influence anyone by you know having a conversation and showing your support for a business so Go influence. Go right. show Terrence Williams designs.
1: <laughs> I tell my friends all the time, because along with being a small business owner, I'm also a content creator and influencer. And I just get a bunch of PR and I get to go like do stuff in Dallas and go on trips and stuff. And they're like, I wish I could do stuff like this. And I'm like, you can. Yes. <laughs> they're like, I don't have as many followers as you. I said, it doesn't matter. You'll can um, yeah. influence people to buy stuff, to make decisions, to go places, to do things. Like everyone has the power to do it.
0: There's so many resources now online, just like you Google like affiliate program, anything. You can yeah. find a way. <laughs> so. Exactly. Oh, this has been so good, Terrence. But I do have one last thing because, um, so this yeah. is like customary that we ask about nonprofit organizations that you might work with, or um, just that you wanna shout out so our listeners could maybe donate or get involved themselves with
1: yeah so in dallas we have the diffa dallas d-i-f-f-a dallas they are a nonprofit organization that focuses on um, hiv aids awareness education um, helping individuals and families so that is kind of my focus like all year round but specifically for for pride month i think it's such such an important topic and conversation for us still to have and surprisingly even though we're in 2023 there still is so much miseducation and misinformation spread about HIV and AIDS and people who have HIV uh there's still such a negative stigma around it and it it breaks my heart because they are people just like anyone else and they deserve respect and they deserve love and kindness and compassion. And I I get I get very heated because I've yes. quite a few friends who who have it and the way that people talk to them and treat them, it just isn't right. So I just want everyone to be educated and I want everyone to be uh informed and I want to to help out as much as I can.
0: Yeah, and that is you know and the stigma around our community with that it's people need to realize this affects everyone i have two aunts that passed away from hiv because of drug use back in the day so it's like there's so many reasons to get involved whether you're part of the lgbtq plus community or not
1: Mm-hmm. That is
0: still such a relevant cause. I think anything that has to do with healthcare, it's like, come on, you're a human. It's a chance that you can contract something. So get it together, people. Please. But that, that is an excellent cause. I'm so glad that's the one that you were representing. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy that you came here and represented for Terrence Williams Designs, Mr. Terrence Williams. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it and I appreciate everything you do on social media just showing up as authentically as yourself and giving people a platform and just being vocal about the things that you're vocal about I just you're very inspiring and just keep doing what you're doing and you're just so beautiful inside and out when you followed me on social media, I got really excited.
0: Oh, uh, like, thank you. I was excited that you followed me back. I was like, oh
1: my God, yeah. I was like, there's
0: no way <laughs> I am not follow him back. <laughs> oh, you're amazing. You're amazing. I think what you're doing is amazing. The more that I learned about you, the more speaking with you now, I'm just even more inspired by you. So I'm a fan for life. Thank you so
1: much. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: Anytime, I'll let you get back to it. Go make some money, honey. I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again to my amazing guest, Terrence Williams. Be sure to follow at Terrence Williams underscore and at Terrence Williams designs throughout all social media platforms and find amazing custom pieces designed by Terrence and crafted to elevate your style. Visit TerrenceWilliamsDesigns.com for an array of gorgeous unique pieces that can suit many occasions many people and every vibe Terrence williams offers not only garments but a whole moment thank you again to my listeners for tuning into part one and stay tuned for part two of our what pride means to me our three-year anniversary special coming soon remember to keep spreading peace, love, and happiness, and always be creatively you.